Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I'm going to start with a quote from Yours for the Taking, a lecture by Neville Goddard. Called upon to look for the cause of creation, what are you doing losing yourself in the phenomena of life? When something happens, search your thoughts and you'll discover your own wonderful human imagination to be the cause of your experience because God is a person. At the present time, he's wearing a mask called Neville, but the one speaking to you now knows himself to be the Ancient of Days. Every being in the world is a mask worn by God, for housed in man is man's imagination. A thought acted upon is an imaginal act. Think, imagine, a horrible earthquake and God will give it to you. Imagine a war and God will provide that too. Imagine peace, and you will have it. God will give you health if you will but imagine being healthy. Imagine success, and you will have it. The moment you think, you are feeding your imagination, which is a person. I use the word person deliberately, for you are a person. You are the mask God is now wearing. For God became you, that you may become God. Reading this quote, especially that uh, last part, that you are the mask God is wearing now, uh, reminded me of way back when I was uh, five or six years old, when my mom helped my siblings and I make paper mache masks. Uh, I've never done that with my kids. I guess, you know, back in the 70s, we were limited on things uh, we could entertain ourselves with. But we had these balloons, we blew up the balloons to make the molds, and we took the strips of newspaper and soaked them in the gluey substance, the liquid we used, and we laid it out over half of the balloon. We let it dry and popped the balloon and used uh, carefully, uh, used a little knife to cut eye holes and a little hole for my mouth. And when I put it over my face, I realized that I had cut the eye hole so small, I could only see a little bit right in front of me. And so when I tried to play with it, run around the house with the mask on, I kept bumping into everything, the furniture, the walls, because it limited what I could see. Only that part, a little part right in front of me, it limited my vision. And that's the same with the masks we wear now. Whatever we say after the words, I am, is the mask we wear. And with that mask comes self-imposed limitations, restrictions, prejudices. Everything we hold on to that we believe makes us, us. Including this notion of separateness, of better than and worse than. And all of these things we identify ourselves with limit our view. It hinders our perception from these states of consciousness in which we believe in separateness and superiority and scarcity. We scoff at seeming others' troubles and concerns. And instead of opening our arms with compassion, we threaten violence to quell uprisings of our own making. 
back to the 70s when I was, uh, again, five or six years old, I, I remember this awful dream that I had. In the dream, it was uh, just getting dark, and I walked out the front door onto our porch, and standing on the sidewalk was this figure. It was about the size of, of a grown-up, of an adult, but looked like a monster I had drawn earlier that day. It was just as crudely shaped as my drawing, with a pointed head and arms and legs uh, that ended in points. It didn't have hands or feet. And I used every crayon I could, all different colors, to scribble in the figure that I had drawn. And that's exactly what this beast, this, this creature looked like in my dream. It had all of the colors that I'd used in the, with the crayons were swirling around this figure, even blurring outside of the edges of the figure, just like my scribble did coloring outside the lines. But this, this wasn't just a two-dimensional drawing. This creature seemed alive, and it frightened the hell out of me. And as soon as I felt that gripping fear, that creature turned toward me and began to grow. It didn't step into my yard. It stayed right where it was on the sidewalk. But I began screaming. And with every scream, the creature grew and grew. And I grabbed whatever I could find and threw it at him. My Tonka dump truck, a rock, <laughs> a small branch from our tallow tree in the front yard. Everything I could find, I was throwing at it. And every time I threw at it and screamed at it, it would just grow and grow. And it pulsed with every, every fearful thought I thought. It pulsed. And with every pulse, it got bigger and bigger and roared at me. And it began ripping up the trees and tearing into the concrete on the sidewalk. And finally, I screamed one last time and I woke up. That nightmare, as real and as solid as it seemed, was a dream animated by my own consciousness. This world, as real and solid as it seems, is a dream. And we, the dreamer, animate it all. The more we rage against the dream, the more intense it gets. Just like the beast in my nightmare, waging war against a thing will never get rid of it. It will grow and worsen. In Neville's lecture, God is light. He says, this is a world of educated darkness where you and I, infinite beings as we are, entered for a purpose, and only a very small part of immortal self entered. That's what we see here. You are an infinite being, for you are God. Everyone is God. But here, we are just a spark of the immensity of our own fiery being. So much is said of light in Scripture. He lights every man that comes into the world, because without his spark, one could not breathe or live. God actually became us, that we could become God who is awakening and unfolding in all. One day you will know that you are all light, then love, and finally spirit. After studying Neville for a good while, and I'd even experienced many wonderful things, mystically and physically, just some wonderful things had already happened to me, but I was still feeling like something was, uh, I was missing something. You know, this nagging feeling that I wasn't seeing something. 
and I, I didn't even know what I wasn't seeing. I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. I just knew there was something I didn't know. You ever have that feeling? I don't know what I don't know, but I know that I don't know. So one night as I finished brushing my teeth before bed, I looked into the mirror and said, let's take off the blinders. And beginning that night, and it lasted for three days, I experienced things in my dreams and physical world that I had never before experienced. That little thing I was missing was not a little thing at all. It was this understanding of the oneness, the limitless oneness of it all. Me, you, the earth and all its creatures, the entire universe, and beyond that. <laughs> I've mentioned before, and I still haven't come up with the words to accurately describe that feeling. The best and, well, the only way for you to understand is to experience it yourself. So why not decide to do that tonight? Make the decision to take off the blinders. Once you do, I know you will see every being differently, no longer as separate. Your default reactions will no longer be hate and rage, but love and compassion. And I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.